You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Remember the Game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. Uh, as you may or may not know, I'm a comedian by night. And as much as I love talking about old video games, uh, telling jokes is how I actually pay my bills. So please check out my website. Uh, in addition to old episodes of this podcast, you'll find my blog, videos of my stand-up, all of my upcoming shows, and my contact information. If you need a comedian for your next fundraiser, corporate event, house party, whatever you got going on, uh, hit me up. Again, it's abcomedy.net. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to it. Please leave us a good review. Uh, and most importantly, please tell a friend. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode every single Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for the support. I hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every week a friend will come over and the two of us will just sit down and remember a game from back in the day and just talk about what we loved and what we hated about it. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for coming back this week, episode 17. We are actually not remembering a game. We're trying something a little bit different. My my buddy Mark McHugh is back, and we are going to look at the possibility of a Nintendo 64 classic. As you guys probably know, Nintendo released an NES classic a couple years ago. They followed it up with the SNES classic, and they both exploded. 
They were huge. Now everyone's doing it. There's Sega Classics, Atari Classics. The PlayStation 1 Classic is coming out in about a month. They actually announced the full list of games for that after we recorded this podcast. If you haven't seen it, go look at it and then be like, oh yeah, I'm not giving them any of my money because that list fucking sucks. Uh... I don't know if there's another, the only other sister, like, cons, com, com, I'm good at this, the only other company that I think even has the backlog, catalog, to do a console like this justice is maybe Sega, and from everything I've read, the Sega Genesis Classic fucking is garbage, but it also wasn't made by Sega, to the best of my knowledge. Um, that said, Nintendo tore it up with the NES Classic, and then they did it again with the SNES Classic, and everyone has been wondering, when are we getting the Nintendo 64 Classic? Uh, there's more and more rumors coming out about it. It seems like every week there's been trademarks filed, all this kind of stuff. I think it's coming. I talk about it a lot more in the podcast and I'll get more to it then. I do think there are some reasons they haven't released a Nintendo 64 classic. I think it'd be kind of cool to see them drop one this Christmas and go up one-on-one against the PS1, just like they did, uh, back in the day. But I don't think that's going to happen because I think they've run out of time to release, uh, to announce a Nintendo 64 classic if that's what they were going to do. Although that said, there's a, uh, Nintendo Direct coming up in two days. Maybe they're going to announce it there. The whole reason I'm putting this episode out now is because I want to get it out before Nintendo announces a Nintendo 64 Classic, if they do. Uh, so this episode's a little different. I hope you guys like it. I'm just trying some different things. Uh, don't worry. Most of the episodes I have recorded are just two nerds sitting down, geeking out over an old video game. But we're going to go off the, off the page this week, a little bit different, and uh, look at the Nintendo 64 library, look at the pros and cons of a Nintendo 64 Classic, why it would work, why it wouldn't, and if we would buy one. So I'm going to get into that in a minute. As far as what I've been playing this week, I'm still completely hooked on Into the Breach. If you haven't played it, uh, please give it a chance. It's on Switch. It's on Steam. It is fantastic. It is just, uh, like I said last week, a real-time strategy game. It's like one of those board game type things, and it is fucking awesome. Uh, I'm also 100% back into Mario Kart 8. It's basically the same stuff I was playing seven days ago. So I hope that's a captivating uh, 30 seconds of podcasting for you guys. With that said, thank you guys so much for coming back. I hope you like the show. Uh, if you do enjoy this week, please tell a friend. Please leave us a good review. I'd really appreciate it. All of the uh, episodes are caught up on YouTube now. I won't be missing any more of them, so they're all available there if you would like that. Otherwise, it's wherever you're li- If you're listening to this, you found it somewhere. Uh, and with that said, uh, I'm going to get out of here, and we are going to get into talking the Nintendo 64 Classic with my buddy Mark McHugh. You guys enjoy the episode. Here we go. Jingle bells, Christmas really stunk I got nothing that I like My gifts were all just junk Boxes full of clothes CDs no one knows When I wanted something for my Nintendo 64 Zelda's great to rock to South Park would be fine How about Rogue Squadron? That game should be mine Make up for a lame Christmas Get the hits you missed on N64 Okay, buddy. First, first and foremost, returning to the show once again uh, via request of me, uh, <laughs> uh, my buddy Mark. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Alan? I'm fucking great, buddy. This is gonna be. Uh, I'm fucking great. This is gonna be a little bit different than most of our episodes. We are not gonna review a game or talk about a game. We are gonna look into the potential uh, of a Nintendo 64 classic console. Cause as you may, or well, I'm not gonna say may not cause everybody knows Nintendo has released an NES and an SNES classic. Everybody else is doing it. I think there's a Sega one. There's like an there's Atari. There's a PlayStation one. PlayStation's got one coming right away. The Nintendo 64 one seems inevitable at a glance, 
I feel like it's going to happen, but it, then again, it's almost November and we haven't heard anything about it. It makes me wonder if it's coming this year. Um, Dude, like, but the last two years it's come for Christmas season. I know. Uh, I'm very, like, I mean, I guess that's what this episode is. Like, I, I'm very skeptical of it, but we'll get into that. I think, because uh, I've read some, okay, so for starters, PlayStation had just announced like a month ago or something that they're releasing a PlayStation Classic. Yeah. Uh, which I, are you excited for that? I'm not going to get it. Me neither. like, no. There, it's like I mean, like for I don't know if anyone in America is listening to this, but all our prices are going to be in Canadian dollars. So if you're an American, talk like chick, chalk, chalk like thirty percent off of it. Yeah, uh, I think it's one hundred thirty bucks in Canada for that thing. Yeah, and, and I'm not paying one hundred thirty bucks. Not for, for twenty PlayStation games. Like no, I can't even think of ten PlayStation games that I'd be excited for. You could probably get a second hand, like you could get a second hand PlayStation for fifty bucks and like ten bucks a game. Yeah. Like, and honestly, like, what are you going to, like, this is a Nintendo 64 classic, not a PlayStation classic, but like, so that's the other thing, <laughs> excuse me, is they released, they, 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 they released pre-sales like two weeks ago or something, and they're still readily available. Like, it's not selling out like the Nintendo ones did. No. And they've announced five games. They're like, it'll have 20 games. Here are five. Pre-order it now. And I even remember think, looking at the five, and I'm like, I'm not excited for that. No. Like, it's, like, to me, the only, uh, Final Fantasy VII. But, but that's yeah, available but on everything. Of that's course, a, that's coming out on the Switch. Yeah, that seems like the least practical way to play it. Yeah. Be on a PlayStation Classic. And uh, and Wild Arms is kind of, it's a good RPG, but... I never played it. Yeah, it's fine, but like, whatever. It's like, like yeah. <laughs> if, if you if you put a gun to my head right now, or like, can you pick 20 PlayStation games that you would pay that money to play? I'm like, no, I would, I would, I would play a Tony Hawk. The Crash Bandicoot games, which again, just got re-released last See, year. And there you go. And that's the problem. And we'll get into this more with the Nintendo 64 too. The problem with the PlayStation Classic is all of their best games have been re-released in better versions. Yeah. Like there's better Tony Hawk games now. Dude, they're working Crash on Crash of 7 remake. There you go. There's way better Crash games out now. Metal Gear Solid's been redone. Like it, there's nothing on that console that attaches. Like I'm sure I loved it. We all loved it. Everybody owned a PlayStation growing up. They were yeah. fucking great. It's one of the greatest consoles of all time. Sure. Like Duke Nukem maybe is like those weren't really remade that much. Yeah. There's just nothing about it that I'm that excited about. And I, so the reason I brought it up is because uh, I've read a lot of things and I kind of agree with them that people think that part of the reason the Nintendo 64 hasn't been announced yet is because PlayStation kind of stole their thunder and they don't want to compete. I think that it's because N64, like, in order for them to put out an N64 classic that's going to satisfy everybody, they need to make a deal with Rareware. Like, that that's, absolutely needs to happen, which means they yeah. have to make a deal with Microsoft, and that doesn't, <laughs> that no. takes a while. No, that's and that's one of the things that I wanted to bring up, too, is, like, it's in addition to competing with the PlayStation, which, like, I'll be honest, I could understand people saying that, that they don't want to share the market with PlayStation. But, like, but I'm not, like, nobody on this podcast or listening to this podcast is a businessman, the likes of Nintendo's. Nintendo's no. not scared of the PlayStation Classic. The, the NES Classic sold out in seconds, like, eight times. You know, yeah. like, they're just finally now available readily. The SNES Classic fucking sold out well, and like N gangbusters. The N64 would sell out not even because people are that fond about the N64. It's just that they have trust in the rhythm that yeah. Nintendo's the been putting out. The Nintendo 64 Classic would sell out. It would sell It would sell loops. because people are like, oh, I remember the N64. Exactly. That was fun. Let's pick up that again and it play sell, Mario Kart. Exactly. It would sell loops around the PlayStation. And here's the thing. and like, Which is weird because the PlayStation outsold the N64 by a pretty wide margin. But sure did. But you look at the games that like came from the original PlayStation versus like the games that came from maybe from the N sixty four. The N sixty four aged better. Oh yeah, well yeah. I mean like I 
something I was going to get. I don't think either has aged particularly well. No. Which is one of my hesitations with this console. But I think that the big thing is with the PlayStation, all of their best games, like we already said, got ported, right? Nintendo yeah. owns a majority of the best games on the Nintendo 64. Yeah. They're like, that's um, why. A majority of them, but there are some key, key ones that they have. To. It's a far hairier slide. That's a terrible mm-hmm. image, but it's a lot. It's a lot more tricky than it is the NES and SNES one. But they have the lay of the library, right? They have those. They have they have the IP that that nobody else has. That's why the Nintendo sixty four would sell mm-hmm. better than a PlayStation one will. You, most of the best PlayStation games you can just get on the PSN network if you want them. If you want to yeah. play Final Fantasy, fucking whatever, you can get it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Crash like has been PSN really released. Metal, it goes back to like a few. It goes back a few generations. Yeah, there's just nothing like it's all it was was a poor man's. It was their first console the ps1 yeah you know so all that is is a, is a poor man's ps4 you know what i mean like they basically just kept making it better and better and better the nintendo 64 was nintendo's third console they knew what they were doing at that it was point the, but it was their first 3d console yeah which is why like the super nintendo still looks great because it was the very yeah. last in 2d consoles yeah. where the n64 doesn't look as great now because it was the first 3D. Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah. So let's do it that way then. Because like, to me, there's there's the things to talk about are why an N64 Classic would or wouldn't work. And then what games would go on an N64 Classic. So mm-hmm. we'll do the game second. Because the games are the fun part. Okay. I have a lot of reasons why a Nintendo 64 Classic will not work. And I, that's what I want to get to. And for starters, what you just said. I have zero faith that those games have aged the way the like the nes didn't age super well no it didn't i have really. right like i have an nes classic tons of people play the nes the nes online is available now on the switch yeah and it's fun it, like, sure it's fun. it is like my brother and i were playing like mario 3 like co-op yeah. that's a lot of fun sure but like realistically realistically there's fucking what if you take the six Mega Man games out of the nes's library which are available on the Mega Man legacy collection you don't need yeah. those there's maybe 15 games on the NES that if you take your rose-colored nostalgia glasses off because you played them as a kid and just look at them, there's maybe 15 games that you're like, these aren't bad, like, like today. I'm going to say something controversial here. I know we're talking N64 Classic. We'll get back to it in a second. But as far as NES goes, the original Legend of Zelda is not a game that aged well at all. No, it isn't. And then that's what I mean. Like, it hasn't. Zelda 2 is garbage, as you and I have yeah. gone over many, many times. When you look at the NES... There's the, I think all three Mario games have aged well. Yeah. Like they stood the test of time. Oh no, they absolutely did. They are, there are the Mega Man games, but they're available on everything. I think that the Castlevania games are still playable. They're still pretty good. I think the Ninja. They got better though. They sure did. They got better with the Super Nintendo. Of course. Uh, The Ninja Gaiden games are playable. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, Punch-Out is still a classic, a classic game. Um, But for the most part. Hasn't really stood the test of time. Like I would never buy an like an NES and have NES cartridges. Like I, if I play those old NES games, it's nice to be able to like toggle between a men between menus. Agreed. Yeah. Whereas the Super Nintendo plays well. Like to this yeah. day, the Super Nintendo plays well. Yeah. And I think part of the reason for that is when you look at it, the NES was Nintendo's first try. Right. That mm-hmm. was them figuring it out. The Super Nintendo was them being like, okay, now we know what we're doing. Let's start over and let's really crush it. The Nintendo 64 is the NES of 3D. It really it is. Was it was them trying something brand new again. And every single one of the like every single one of the games that were like huge at first on the N64, like Mario, like Zelda, they were like taking the same old they were taking the same ideas that they had from their series from the Super Nintendo 
and they were reimagining them in a 3D space. Absolutely. And because they were now in a 3D space, it's different. It's a little bit weird. They kind of got, like, it wasn't like they came out with, like, Bubsy 3D. <laughs> It's funny. Like I would they, love... go, they more or less nailed it. Sure. But at the They're not same awful. time, it's like, oh, but they've improved that so much that, since then. That's the thing is I think when you look at those consoles, like I think the GameCube is to the N64 what the SNES is to the NES. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd uh, play a GameCube Classic. I don't know if they'll oh, take it A that GameCube far. Classic would be fucking incredible. I, I would love that. I think that they'll release GameCube on Switch before they yeah, release I a have, GameCube Classic. I have my doubts that they'll like... But I would love that. I would love that. Like I would buy a GameCube a little, Classic in a heartbeat. Like a, a heartbeat. little cube that's like that bit. It would be so cute. But I think that they can look at GameCube and be like, instead of selling a dozen of these games for $70, we can put these games on the eShop for $20 each and sell them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they could in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Thing. But the Nintendo 64, we all, like, did you have one growing up? I did, yeah. Okay, like we all at a time loved the well, not everybody, but anyone listening to this probably loved the Nintendo sixty four. I was obsessed with the sure. Nintendo sixty four. We all had it. We all grew up with it. The idea of having—I'll tell you what really boggled my mind as a kid was that I had four controller ports. Yeah, blew me away. I never the, had anything like that. And that's that. one of the things that's going to be very complicated when it comes to selling this thing. That's exactly you need to sell that with four controllers. That's one of the things I was going to go to is. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I just want to make notes so we don't... This is like the most scientific episode we've ever done. All right. Okay, we'll come back to the multiplayer thing. That's where I wanted to go with it next. These games haven't aged well. That was the primary thing I wanted to say. Okay. We all look at them and we love them and we love Mario 60. I don't. And someday I'm going to do an episode about it and I'm going to make. I'm going to lose a ton of listeners because I'm going to shit all over that game, but that's not the point. But at the... Te- like. There's yeah, Mario it's a game 64. that's like they've made better Mario games since then. Right. But at the time, it was like, oh, that's a genius way sure. to like bring this into a 3D space. The thing is, is I don't even care about the graphics. I can look by bad graphics, the polygon thing. You know that that has any, that doesn't bother me. Super Mario Brothers, the very first one, looks terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't. I could give a fuck. I still love playing that game. I can look. I'm not. This this whole point has nothing to do with how the games look because I really could care less. If a game is fun, it could be the ugliest thing I've ever seen. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're not talking that. We're talking the gameplay, the cameras, that type of thing. We like you look at some of the most beloved games on this console. Some of the most beloved games of all time: Ocarina of Time, Mario sixty four. Those types of games, like Banjo Kazooie, these types of games, and we'll get into the licensing in a minute. Just looking at them or just just playing them, like the controls just aren't going to feel good. If you no. try them now, they're just not. Do you guys remember when Halo came out? Halo was one of the first console games to rock the dual shooting, like forward, backward, look left and right. That were also, I'm doing it with my thumbs right now. Like well, we're all so used to that now. It's such an obvious solution. Sure. But it seemed weird at the time because I was used to the C stick or the yeah. C buttons. You know what I mean? And it was just Nintendo trying to figure out how to make 3D work. Mario 64 wouldn't work without a camera that could turn. No. But like if you released an N64 classic today and everyone had to play it, everyone would be looking to turn that camera with the right joystick. And that's not how it works. You can shift it with one of those two C buttons. Yeah. That's going to throw people off hard. I bought it I bought Mario 64 on my Wii U on the virtual console and found it borderline unplayable. It felt so weird to me. <laughs> I just really? like it was you hate so it that weird. much. It's just it's I'm not even saying it's a bad game. It just hasn't aged well. A lot of those games just haven't. They've figured out how to do it since then. And we have spent 20 plus years playing these 3D games in the proper way. 
in the way we all know the way that works best. And now you're going to go back and try to play them the original way where you're trying to shift a camera with two buttons. I mean, but we like when the Wii came around, there wasn't like they didn't have a second joystick for camera. No, but tell me how many good games there are on the Wii. There's the, the, the Galaxy games. The two Galaxy games. games. But to me, like... And like it, it's the it's weird that it's, like, their best-selling console, but it's the one, like, thinking back on their library, it's like, oh, yeah, there was, like... There were some fun, like, bowling games sure. in there. Like, the, fun sports games. But there weren't many... No. The Wii is my least favorite Nintendo console ever by, like, a fucking mile. Because outside of the two Mario Galaxies, you could argue Brawl, but there's substantially better versions of Smash Brothers. You could argue Mario Kart. There are substantially better versions of Mario Kart than Mario Kart Wii. Since then, but at the time, I feel like, and I know people are going to shit on me for thinking this, but I feel like Melee was one of the stronger Smash Brother games. Well, that was GameCube. Brawl was. Or Brawl, Brawl. I meant. Brawl yeah, was I a fucking, stronger game than Melee. I hated Brawl. I hated Brawl. I hated you can Mario edit Kart me. Wii. You can edit <laughs> No, out. no, we're leaving that in. Let Get him. Mar- Mark's address <laughs> is, no. Uh, <laughs> It, uh, okay, so that's the first hesitation with these games is that I don't think that they've aged well. No. And I think that when you go to play them, you're going to realize that. I feel like some of these games have aged well, but the games that have aged well are um, maybe these rare games. Sure. And then, like, even when you look at, like, you look at the Zeldas, right? The two Zelda, Because, like, if you were, if you were, and we'll do this near the end, we'll come up with mm-hmm. a potential game list for the Nintendo 64 yeah. Classic. No one has any doubt in their mind if they release a Nintendo 64 Classic, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. Are, May, are, for sure ocarina maybe not Majora's. i think the backlash if you didn't put majora's mask on it would be fucking yeah wild. like that you would get heat if you didn't put I that see, game I, on I, yeah i suppose they've both had better versions released the 3ds, yeah, the 3DS versions. versions i can't play the n64 ones right anymore so the 3d 3ds ones are considerably better right so what are you gonna do are you gonna put the 3ds versions of those games on the nintendo 64 classic or are you gonna release the original ones and then have everyone play them and be like these aren't very good compared to the 3ds versions well you're gonna put out the original ones of course exactly. they are and it's not like the original ones are bad like, they're they not still play but well. they're not gonna play as well as those remakes did no they're not you know mario 64 there was a remake of or not a remake a release of that on mm. the 3ds that i never that was the on DS, the DS. That was DS. on the DS. And, and I didn't play it. I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like the DS. Like, I felt like it felt very inorganic without the control stick. Sure. But people are going to go back to it and be like, this is just weird. Like, this is a weird game. It doesn't have... Goldeneye, which, again, we'll get into the licensing in a minute. It, it, it You will hate the, Goldeneye. I promise. They've made better first-person shooters that, since then. That genre has evolved better than any genre probably in the business since yeah, that day. Yeah, absolutely. There's just a lot of better versions of a lot of these games now. That's all I'm saying. So that's my first concern, as you agree, with the Nintendo 64 yes. Classic, is how these controls, these games handle, or aged. Mm-hmm. The second concern, which has been my, well, they're all my biggest concern, but you brought this up. The Nintendo 64's primary selling point was multiplayer. And four-person pe- four multiplayer. It was, it was so, huge. which was great. Was- we all have memories of playing Mario Kart, Smash, GoldenEye, Mario Party, Mario Party, sports games. The list goes on and on, right? It was such a great multiplayer Diddy Kong, system. Diddy Kong Racing was a big party game. For it me. was beautiful. How the fuck do you release this console without, at a reasonable state price point without four controllers? You can't do it without four controllers. You need to have the four controllers in there. I think this is... 
outside of the license, I think people will look by how the games have aged. I think people will look by not having certain titles on the system because of licensing and stuff. You can't release this console with one controller. You can't release it with one controller, and I don't know if you can release it without Goldeneye. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone. Like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001, and a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac, and every 15 minutes on the clock, they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account, and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If if you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a crash plan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. No, I don't know if you can either. Well, I see. I think they could get away with that. They, if they, dude, you know what? If they got, if they got, if they release a Super Nintendo Classic without Chrono Trigger, they I can guess. get away yeah, without having a Golden yeah. Eye. But the other thing, the other big thing that like I feel it needs to be mentioned is the Super Nintendo Classic had a big surprise. It came out with Star Fox Two, yep. which was finished. It was done. And was canceled back in the nineties. Yep. It's a whole thing about it. And then they re they finally officially released it on this thing. Yeah. What is the big thing? What's the big hook going to be for an N sixty four? I don't think I don't think there is one. I think maybe they might add some more Mario sixty four levels, some maybe some new Mario Kart maybe. tracks. But yeah, like I think it's... that would be cool. That would be like I might pick it up just if they had just that. Sure. But I mean, but they released the NES without anything new at all. It was just they a way did to play because it games. was the first in the concept. Yeah. There's a lot like. So get just go back to those fucking controllers for two seconds. They're huge. That controller is massive, right? Like, I mean, you and I are sitting here right now looking at my NES and SNES Classic boxes. You, you could maybe fit an N64 controller in there. Maybe one. Maybe. But that Two would be... if you, like, scissored them. Like, if bit. you scissored them. Yeah, yeah. But that's it, okay? So, so, first of all, there's the size of them. And I think that that is one of the smaller points. If Nintendo had to release a bigger box with it... No one's not going to buy it because the box is bigger. That's not a big deal. Those no, can, but it, that will drive up the price. It will. Not only will that drive up the price, but like, how many controllers do you package with this thing? Do you package two and then make people buy two more? 
because people might people bought a second nes controller when they came out they were like in hot demand the snes came with two but like so say it comes with i don't think you can release it with less than two controllers and no. so and then say that they say they release it with two controllers and they release them to be you could buy extras if you want to now would they i don't imagine like what if they made them work with like the original n64 controllers I feel like that's the only way they're getting around this. But even that, I don't think that low. would work because most of the original N64, like, it's a big thing with collectors is those joysticks don't hold up well at all. No, they don't. Most of them are broken and ruined. No, you, like, can, tra- you can change them, though. You can, yeah. But they're not going to expect, like, if somebody's walking through the store that doesn't game anymore and sees a Nintendo 64 that they, like, played 20 years ago, they're not going to buy it and be like, I still have controllers at home I can use that still work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... I'm like, so if you release them as a side, I'd, I'm like, so, so, okay, so look at the price point of this thing, right? So, like, the Super Nintendo Classic right now sell, in Canada sells for 100 bucks. Yeah. The NES one, I think, was 80 I feel like that was still a pretty big overhead on those, though. Sure. But, like, I can't imagine that you sell this one for, they're not going to sell it for any less than 100 bucks. Definitely not less than 100 And bucks. I wouldn't be surprised if they knock it up more. If the PlayStation 1 Classic is selling for 130 in Canada. 120. Nintendo could come out for 119. Yeah, they could go at 120. Say they go to 120 with two controllers. Then you need two more to really get the full effect of some of these games, right? And how much are those controllers? Say they're another, like, I can't imagine you're going to be able to get them for less than $20 each. So that's like 150 bucks. Yeah. 160 dollars plus tax so now you're into it for 170 175 bucks for a nintendo 64 classic with four controllers then you get it home then you fire it up then you realize these games aren't as good as you remember yeah like they're they were fun when you were a kid right and you know what they're still fun now like sure, my, my sure. roommate and i will still play mario kart the, every now and then but like there are better mario karts there's better everything since. and the nes and super nintendo controllers i have both my nes and my end my both my nintendo and my super nintendo classic hooked up downstairs in our living room to our tv they look nice they're not in this they're not in the way they, they they look good and i have no doubt that a nintendo 64 classic the same size just sitting beside them would look cool the problem is like that control those controllers i have my super nintendo controller just laying there beside my nintendo it doesn't really it's it's tiny it's not bothering anything yeah to four of these giant weird colored fucking controllers. controllers that controller is a huge sticking point and how small can you really make it if you need to have the four plugins on the front I know it's even if it's that same little plugin, those aren't they're not super tiny. Like you need to fit those four plugins. Like there's now, a lot of fo- logistical problems here. Would the would the controllers be like? Would they maybe make them smaller? See, I thought that, but I don't think you can because I think part of the yeah, charm it's, it's is like, having the controller. I guess. And that Nintendo sixty four controller, shit on it as you will, as I do, because it's a stupid controller. It's a weird. Ugh. It was a weird first, like, 3D controller, for sure. If I'm shelling out the money to play these classic games in their original forms, I want the original controller. That's I just fair. do. I want to play it with it, That's you fair. know? So there's your second problem, is that you need controllers. And no one, I'm not, I, I won't lie to you, Mark. If tomorrow Nintendo came out and dropped the announcement, the Nintendo 64 Classic is coming out, it's got 15 games, it's 120 bucks, comes with two controllers. I would buy one. I would. Yeah. I would not shell out another $50 for four controllers. Like I probably, to get to four. I probably wouldn't either now. You know, but it's like, so what do you do? If you're Nintendo, what do you do? Do you not put other controllers out and just eliminate third and fourth player? Cause you can't do that. Do you release a ton of these controllers 
and hope that everybody wants them. And then what happens if people don't want them because they don't want to pay the extra $20 What each? if people are just like, no, no, I'm just going to play with my buddy? What happens if you release them, but you release them in a limit? This is almost certainly the most likely option. What if you release them like you did the NES Classic second controller where they're in such limited demand that fucking scalpers are buying them and then selling them online for like 50 bucks, which is probably what's going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that controller... And I'm I'm sure that that's one of their hesitations about releasing it is trying to figure out a work around that controller because it's a fucking logistical nightmare. It just is. I mean, now, like now it certainly is. It's like, I don't know how you, I don't know. I don't know how they do it. So that's, a, that's another concern. Agreed? Uh, absolutely. This fucking, plus to just like, I think if you handed that controller to a kid today, that's never, like I can, I could have my nephew over and hand him my Super Nintendo Classic controller. You can and figure it out. He'd it's be like, like oh, oh, I see. This way, this and way. play. Yeah. If you handed him a fucking Nintendo 64 it's controller, like, he'd be like, what hold is this? this? Where's my hand supposed to go? Not only would a kid that's never used one think it's weird, I really think a lot of us that even grew up playing with them that have since gotten so used to the dual analog controllers we all know today mm-hmm. would be like, what the fuck? How do you use this fucking thing? It's just, it is the most obtuse and <laughs> awkward controller in video game history, at least of the main consoles. It just is. The only other one that even stands out to me at all as being that weird is the original Xbox controller that was like yeah. holding a pizza box. That was, yeah, that was a little bit weird because it was so huge. Because it was, it was a bit too big. I wasn't a huge fan of the Wii controllers either. I wasn't either. I'm not. The Wii sucks. I'm the just Wii, gonna say it. The Wii sucks. There were some solid games on the Wii. The Wii is the worst console outside of the Virtual Boy. If they released a Wii Classic, that would sell a billion copies. But we wouldn't be having the debates about like what games need to be on there. No. It'd be like, yeah, the two Mario, Wii Sports, the Zelda. and Mario. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Wii Sports, obviously. So, okay, so we have a concern with how these games have aged. We have a concern with the amount of controllers they're going to package in with them and how the controllers are going to handle, which I think is a huge problem. I'm not super sold that they're worried about the PlayStation 1 Classic because they're Nintendo. No. They could, like, if they release that, you know who should be worried is the PlayStation 1 Classic. If yes. Nintendo decided they wanted to drop an N64 Classic against them, they would be fucked. Well, if they do, if they released it the day before the PlayStation 1, yeah. it'd be over. It'd be funny, eh? Because I've seen other people pointed out, I never thought of it, but they're like, we'd be getting the rematch of the Nintendo 64 versus the PS1 20 Dude, years later. It'd be so great. Nintendo would handedly win it this time. Oh, easily. I haven't met, like, I know a lot of gamers. Like, you and I are both huge nerds. Mm-hmm. We talk games all the time. I haven't met a single person that's like, I got to get a PS1 Classic. But I know tons of people that have Nintendo and, and, and Super Nintendo Classics. It's the PlayStation 1 was like, it was Sony's first attempt at a video game console, as you mentioned yeah. earlier. And they didn't really nail it until the PS2. Yeah, they yeah agreed. Uh, it just doesn't, it doesn't, I, I would, I would honestly, I would spend my money on a Sega Genesis classic or an Atari classic or something like Dude, that. The Sega, Genesis, the Sega Genesis classics are great because not only do they have all of the, all of those games, it actually works as a Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. And I would spend my money on any of those before I spend my money on a Absolutely. PlayStation 1 classic. Um, okay. Can you think of anything else really negative to say about the Nintendo 64 classic before we get into some of the positive stuff? Um, I mean, I can think of like a few of the logistical problems with some of the games. Like I would love Pokemon Stadium to be on there, mm-hmm. but I don't know how they could make that work because the charm of, did you play Pokemon Stadium? Yeah. The charm of it was that you could plug your Game Boy into it yeah. and you can just play your game on there. Would they have, to, they would have to bundle one of those things with the whole thing on yeah. top of the two controllers, on top of all of the cords, on top of the console. 
they would have to bundle in that little thing. I feel like places Pokemon Stadium was a huge part of like that's the that's the major Pokemon game for the N sixty four. Sure. But I think like you just said, I think the reasons you just rambled off is why it, it probably doesn't get on there. Yeah. And it's the same it, it can like and it's funny because literally early I don't know which it'll be up later, but like I literally earlier today or recorded a Chrono Trigger podcast where I expressed oh my, my mediocre I, I i'm lukewarm oh really better than lukewarm but not ecstatic we'll say that we'll save okay. it for the episode but uh it's funny so like, i i did say that but having said that just about any game that you and i are going to talk about that should be on the nintendo 64 classic they were like they can't release it without it they released a super nintendo classic without chrono trigger yeah that's going to be the, it's like if they did that they can release the nintendo 64 classic without as long as the two zeldas and mario 64 are on it they could probably get away without having anything on it and there's a lot of, uh, yeah there's a lot that they could get away with without yeah. having it but yeah. i don't know if golden eye is one of them okay so so that all right so then we'll get into that we'll get right. into the games okay i don't know how many games would be on this thing uh the nintendo classic had 30 the super nintendo classic had 21 20 plus the unreleased star fox 2 this so, would probably be like 15 that's what like i was that. gonna say you're probably getting into that I don't think you can have less than a dozen, but I would be, I think it's in that 15 mark. And, and I think it's fine. I don't think like, uh, there's no way they're too big. If you can, you can download these games in seconds on a fucking virtual console. You can fit these games on there. No problem. When I, cause I hacked both of these two systems, my NES and my SNES, you can fit hundreds and hundreds of games on them. Oh yeah. You can, the room is not an issue on the Nintendo 64 classic. So what I've done is I have a list here. And it's Metacritic's list of the top 71 Nintendo 64 games okay. of all time. Okay, let's go through it. So we'll, we're not going to go through all 71. I'll tell you right now, number 71 is Rally Challenge 2000. Probably, <laughs> probably won't make the cut. Probably won't make the cut. Okay. <laughs> probably going to come up short. I'm just starting a list so that I can keep track of the games you and I ramble off here. Okay. All right. So I'm just going top to bottom on, the, on uh, Metacritic here. Ocarina of Time. Duh. That's a lock. Perfect Dark. Probably. Now I'm going to mark that with an R because we'll get into Rare in a minute. Yeah. Okay. GoldenEye. I, I, I don't Rare. know if they could get away with not having it, but like, there's so many logistical problems about putting that on that console. <sighs> Majora's Mask. It's a lock. Yeah. Mario 64. It's a Duh. lock. Anything that's first party that's even remotely relevant is a lock. Yeah, like anything Mario related. Yeah. Paper Mario. It's a lock. I would I I would hope it would be. That's not I don't know if that's necessarily a lock, but I would uh, want that to be a I lock. I think it would be due to the and that's what one of the points I was going to bring up is I think due to the fact they're going to have a hard time getting some games, games that maybe you wouldn't think will get it will get on it because they need to fill the list. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Uh Banjo-Kazooie. Mm, that's a rareware game. Exactly. Wave Race. I would love Banjo Kazooie to be on there. It's like my fit. Like for my money, I feel like that's the game that's aged the absolute best on the N sixty four. Like I still play it. Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, I still play it every year, and every time I play it, I'm like, oh man, this is this game was designed so well. I feel like that about uh honestly, my favorite Nintendo sixty four game is probably uh, Mario Kart. Mario Kart. And I think Mario Kart has aged. You could play Mario Kart still. Mario Kart's still fun. I feel like better like other Mario Kart since then have all been better. Absolutely. I do too. But it's the same as Mario. I feel like I feel like Super Mario World is substantially better than any NES Mario. Mm-hmm. I'll still play all the NES Marios. They're fun. Oh yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash remember the game. Uh, okay. I got Wave a pretty, race. I got a pretty good list here. I'm just, I'll, I'll read them all off now all that right. I got them on my phone where they're easier to work through. All right. Uh, dude, there's a lot of games on this fucking thing. Um, and I'm sure we're going to forget some. Everybody just fucking relax. <laughs> fucking relax. <laughs> fucking relax. It's a goddamn podcast between two geeks. Um, and you're all geeks like me. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah. There's okay. I'm gonna have to go down the list for Okay. So just, we're, I'm gonna take in rare games out. Okay. okay. For now, at least for now. All right. Mario 64 locked. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. I wasn't talking about this game. Ocarina of Time is locked. Yeah. Majora's Mask is locked. Of course. Uh, Mario 64 is locked. Yeah. I think those three are the three that are like every Mario single Kart, list is going to be on there. You couldn't do it without Mario Kart. No. Uh, it's actually further, further down my down the Metacritic list, which surprises me. Uh, okay. So we got Ocarina of Time. We got Majora's Mask. We got Mario 64. I think Paper Mario is locked. I would hope it would be. I think Wave Race is a lock. Wave Race, probably. Mario Tennis? Maybe. That's um, a pretty big... I don't. Same like, as Mario Golf. If they got enough, like, Mario Golf, probably not. But if they, like, couldn't get any of these, like, third-party yeah. games, then maybe. I'll put an X beside it for now. Blast Corps? No. I, I never liked it, but I know a lot of people did. I think it's. I think there's. I think there's a possibility you see a blast corpse. I think that's like the fucking Kirby's dream course from the Super Nintendo one that they put on there. Diddy Kong Racing. I would love if Diddy like Diddy Kong Racing for my money is better than Mario Kart. I love Diddy Kong Racing, but they're not getting going to put it on there, especially not if they have Mario Kart. No, I agree. They won't put two. They're not going to be like, oh, here's Mario Kart, and also here's a better version of Mario Kart. Right. Okay, so I'm going to eliminate Diddy Kong Racing. Because uh, you're right, they're going to put Mario Kart on there before they put that on. Star Fox 64? Of course. I think that's a lock. F-Zero? Maybe. I'm not sold they put F-Zero on there. I'm not 100% I'll, sure either, but... I'm pretty sure they put it on there. Mario Kart is a lock. Absolute lock. I think Mario Kart 64 is as safe as Mario and the two Zeldas is a yeah. lock. Well, because as you mentioned, it's like a fun... Unless they decide to go in a different direction where they're like, oh, let's focus on the one-player games that we put out on this thing. Yeah. Mario Parties, you put one. I don't think you put all three. I I don't think they put Mario Party 1 on there. No. I, because especially with like the whole like joystick 
controversy yeah. that they had that they had to fix for the second one. I'll say Mario Party 2. Cause they're going to put Mario any Party Mario 2, Party yeah. on there. Kirby 64 is probably going to get on there. I never played it. I could care less, but it's going to get on there. Probably. Uh, like there's Dr. Mario 64. No, I, I don't no. think so. Yoshi's Story. No. I think it's maybe. I never played it. But I, I played it. Like, I loved Yoshi's Story. It was a sweet game. I think if you get a Pokemon game, it's going to be Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap. I think would probably be on And that. they could get Pokemon Snap. Okay, so, all right. So let's just look at just the list that we've made right now. Okay. Of X's, okay? We have, these are just ones that we're like, yeah, probably. Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. Majora's Mask, Mario 64, Paper Mario, Wave Race. I have Mario Tennis and Mario Golf down for now. Okay. Star Fox 64, Mario Kart 64, Mario Party 2, Kirby 64, Yoshi's Story, and Pokemon Snap are the how ones many, I have knocked down. How many are how many is that? 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13. That's 13 games. 13, okay. Now, keep in mind that doesn't include the rare games, and the rare games include Perfect Dark, GoldenEye, Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Kazooie or Banjo-Tooie, pardon me. Conquer's Bad Fur Conquer's Day. Bad Fur Day. Just that. And then don't forget there's the Turoks and stuff. But I don't even, I don't think Turoks are even a consideration because no. you want to talk about games that haven't aged well, those are all going to fit into that category. Yeah. Oh, and Donkey Kong 64. Oh, and yeah, Donkey Kong 64. That's, uh, I feel like that was, that, that'd be one of the easier ones for them to get because it's a Donkey Kong game. But then mm-hmm. again, Rareware did make it. Now here, yeah. But now here's the thing. So Rare is now, and I mean, I may be talking out of my ass, but I'm pretty confident I know what I'm talking about here. Rare is now owned by Microsoft. Yes. So that means, all, that's why Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, all them, Perfect Dark, all that stuff's available on Xbox. Like, I had them all on my Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. They're all there now. Nintendo and Microsoft have been getting along lately. Well, in fact, like, the president of Microsoft, or the president, of, yeah, I think it was the president of Microsoft said, yeah, yeah, let's get Banjo in the new Smash. Yeah, exactly. So to me, that's like, oh, yeah, we're totally willing to make a deal. They're starting to be friends. You know, when Fortnite came to Switch, Xbox and Nintendo had cross-play very mm-hmm. quickly. PlayStation was the one that was like, I don't want to fucking work with them. And then, this isn't a Fortnite podcast, but it shows you just how massive Fortnite is when they could tell PlayStation, like, no, fucking, you're going to work with them. Like, play nice. And yeah. that's why PlayStation was like, okay. Because Fortnite has so much pull right now. I don't think it's impossible that Nintendo and Microsoft cut a deal and Nintendo gets some of these games. What I do wonder about is, like, if Nintendo's got to pay Microsoft to the, get these games. How is that going to affect the how, price point? Exactly. And how much money are they already making on these? Because all the games you and I just listed off, unless one of us is missing something, are owned by Nintendo. They don't have to pay anybody. Yeah. They can just drop these games on there. And we, we say we had 13. Mm-hmm. So I think, if you look at GoldenEye and Perfect Dark, I think it's infinitely more likely they get Perfect Dark than GoldenEye. Because yeah, if you want fair. GoldenEye, not only do you have to cut a deal with Microsoft and Rare, but you need to cut a deal with the actors. You need to cut a deal with the GoldenEye. Li- like, there's yeah. licenses out the ass. So I'm going to eliminate GoldenEye. I agree with you, but I just... It's, uh, it's a hard one to cut out. Like, I feel like they might put in the effort to get it just because it's like... Because you do have to deal with, like, the movie studios. You yeah. do have to deal with... And you have to remember, I don't think they make a ton of money on these. I think they make some money. But they're not making hundreds of dollars each when you're selling it for 120 bucks or whatever they sell no. it for right and like i just if, if they didn't have perfect dark as a cheaper alternative maybe they would go harder after it mm-hmm. but when you can drop perfect dark i think you're like that'll do you yeah. know what i mean like that's good enough so let's say they get perfect dark which i don't think is impossible at all 
Uh, I have zero doubt in my mind if that if they're going to cut a deal with them for anything, they're going to get Banjo-Kazooie. I would love it if they got Banjo-Kazooie because, I'm, again, for my money, best uh, N64 game. Sure. I'm putting an X beside it. I just would be floored if they didn't get it. Floored if they didn't get Banjo-Kazooie. Conker's Bad Fur Day. Conker's Bad Fur Day. That's a maybe because it's like... I don't think they get it. I don't think so either because it's an like it's not a kid friendly game. It's so adult and, and so much of us. And granted, most of the people buying the N sixty four are going to be people who are adults now. Remember playing the N sixty four as kids, right. so they can pick up a game like Conquest Bad for for day and play a game about a but I, chipmunk that really wants to fuck. Yeah, but, I could get their concern of putting it on there though, and then adults letting their kids family, play it. Yeah, yeah. And just not knowing what that is. Like they're going there. to market this as a family console. Exactly. Especially if you're a kid flipping through it and you see Conquer and you're just mm-hmm. like, he's just like this cute squirrel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, I'll tell you, dude, I uh, I played Conquer on, um, I can't remember if it was on the Rare Replay package that Xbox One had or if it was on my Xbox 360, but I played it in the last four or five years. And you want to talk about a game that did not age well. Oh, at yeah? all i could barely move him i was like what the fuck is like and yeah the controller the controller is a little weird yeah so i'm gonna eliminate conquer because i don't think conquer happens no i don't um, think so either I, I think that donkey kong 64 happens i think <laughs> donkey kong i feel like that's probably one of the easier ones because rare made it yeah but nintendo still owes owns like nintendo still owns donkey kong and all those characters yeah yeah i agree with that um and then there's banjo tooie if they get Banjo Kazooie, they can get Banjo Tooie. I agree. I just wonder if they put both on there. I mean, if they, if they did, it would fill another spot. It would. And the other the thing about Banjo Tooie is it was a multiplayer. It had a multiplayer. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just say they get it. I, I mean, like, because to me, like, they either get they either get like so now when we're looking at the rare games, you and I have Perfect Dark, Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Tooie, and Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. If you're going to get rare games, those are the ones they're going to get. And if they're going to get one, they're going to get all of them. Yeah. So let's just say they get those four. So now we're at, uh, sorry, for, I hope this isn't entertaining. I have no idea if this is going to be a good episode <laughs> or not, but Ocarina of Time, Perfect Dark, Majora's Mask, Mario 64, Paper Mario, Banjo-Kazooie, Wave Race, Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, Donkey Kong 64, Banjo-Tooie, Star Fox, F-Zero, Mario Kart, Mario Party 2, Kirby, Yoshi Story, Pokemon Snap. And how many is that? Eighteen. So I now would take. I would take out Mario Tennis. I'd take out Mario Golf. I wouldn't. Really? But I I play them growing up. So if I was going to take games out of this, like say they decided fifteen is the magic number, I think they drop Banjo Tooie. Probably they keep Banjo and they say that's good enough. Um, I'm not sold that they get Perfect Dark, but I'm going to leave it on there for now. I wouldn't be surprised if Pokemon Snap didn't get on it. Yeah, like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be heartbroken either because Pokemon Snap was kind of a game that they made to like. Oh, oh, what? You know what else we forgot all about that is I, I think is a sure as shit bet is Smash Brothers. Oh, dude, duh. Okay, so just quickly, because like I stopped our, I stopped our list here at about thirty on Metacritic. So just I'm gonna just scroll through the rest of the list okay. and list off some more. Like, okay, so there's WWF No Mercy. I love the wrestling games on this console as much as almost any video game ever. They're not Licensing. happening. If you think GoldenEye is a hard license, try to get the license and likenesses to like 70 pro wrestlers and the WWF. Some of which who, some of which are dead now. Yeah, and WWF is WWE now. It's never happening. So none of the wrestling games are going to get no. on here. Uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron. That's a fun game. Not making it's it. It's not going to happen. Turok 2 isn't going to happen. 
uh tony hawk's not gonna happen it would be cool if it could but again yeah. licensing it's not gonna happen though ogre battle 64 <laughs> i haven't even thought of that game i don't think so jet force gemini i remember being cool but i don't think so pokemon puzzle league i think if you're gonna get a pokemon game it's, it's gonna snap. be pokemon snap pilot wing 64 i mean that was a launch title but that wasn't a great game so no. probably not harvest moon 64 maybe maybe um now we're getting into like so yeah mario party 3 we have a mario party game already dr mario 64 i think would be cool but i don't think it's gonna happen no well you don't really need it because like there's dr mario on the nes for the switch isn't there yeah 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 dude i'll tell you like i'm i'm, I'm on metacritic right now and it goes 71 games smash brothers isn't even on here that's amazing Oh, no, there it is. Sorry, yeah, 40. Smash yeah, Brothers Smash is it. getting on. Okay, so say we put Smash in there. How many games did I say we're at? 13? Yeah. Um, well, we had like 18 on our preliminary list. So I have 17 good. now. Okay. And that, So maybe they do eliminate one or both of Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, but we're in that 15 to 17 range. That sounds about right. Would you pay $120 for a console with those games on it? With those games? And two controllers? Mm, I probably would. I think I would too. If and I won't lie to you, and uh, I'm not sitting here endorsing it. I'm not saying go do it or not. But if I found it was hackable and I could put the wrestling games on it, <laughs> I would pay two hundred dollars for it if I could get into it and put wrestling games on it. I would. I don't think that's a bad lineup, man. Like I don't think it necessarily would sell huge in like the multi like the multiplayer is like the big key to the whole thing yeah it is and but here's the problem here's another one of the issues hu- that wouldn't be a huge part of it for me though me i always neither. like playing i i play single player more than mm-hmm. multiplayer for sure me too and here's part of the thing too is uh take the controllers out of it forget the whole mess of the controllers like i live with you have you have two roommates yeah i live with my girlfriend how often do you have three friends over that are all gonna want to sit down and play a fucking 20 year old mario party game like we would play it once every now and then right so you can't i don't think they can bank on just the the multiplayer thing hooking people but i think they have enough single player when you look at mario you look at the two zeldas you look at the banjo kazooie you know what i mean like you look at 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 donkey kong and like that sounds like a really Paper great mario. single player experience to me. really does like one more time guys and then i'm gonna we're gonna get out of here okay ocarina of time yeah majora's mask absolutely perfect dark uh, I would, I, I probably. Yeah. Mario 64, Paper yeah. Mario, yeah. Banjo-Kazooie, Wave Race, Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, Donkey Kong 64, Star Fox 64, F-Zero, Mario Kart, Mario Party 2, Kirby 64, Yoshi Story, Smash Brothers. That sounds like, uh, you could take out, you could drop Yoshi Story, I think. Yeah, you could. I mean, there's going to be people with nostalgia for every game yelling yeah. at us, but you could. I think you could drop that. Technically, you could probably get away with dropping Wave Race, as much as I love Wave Race. Wave Race. You could get away with dropping Golf or Tennis. Yeah. You could get away with dropping F-Zero. Uh, it's not a bad... You know what? I'm not going to lie to you, dude. When we came into this thing and we sat like, down and came like, up with this, fuck this idea. I was like, this isn't going to work. And I'm looking at this list right now, and I'm like, that's not that bad. That's a pretty good list. That's not that bad. I would buy that for nostalgia purposes. So then the last point of it is before we get, is this right at 45 minutes already, is uh, how likely is this thing to happen? And I've I've been pretty confident it was going to happen the whole time. You'd, I, was pre- like, I was like, oh, of course they're going to do that. Sure. But we're getting, we're getting into November and we haven't heard anything. I wonder if it comes next year. But there's like, for anyone that hasn't seen it, uh, a trademark has recently come out where Nintendo filed a trademark for an image of the Nintendo 64 controller mm-hmm. that looks identical 
to the Super Nintendo and NES images of their controllers that are on top of those two boxes right over there, mm-hmm. which may, like makes you think. This is and like, then a story, oh yeah, they, they for sure. Some photos came out of a Nintendo 64 classic, but now they're saying that they're fake. But then there's another story that's true coming out that's saying that Banjo-Kazooie and one of the Tony Hawk games have recently shown up on Nintendo UK's website or something. So there's that's all kinds really of weird. like, you know, like to me where there's smoke, there's fire. And at the end of the day, Nintendo's not stupid. The NES Classic took two years before it was reasonably accessible. Say that was because they shorted it on a purpose or not. The Super Nintendo Classic sold out like four shipments in a row before yeah. it was finally readily available. Nintendo knows how much money there is to be made with the Nintendo 64 Classic. I think that they... You know what? I literally just thought of this. It's not the competing with the PlayStation 1. They have Smash Brothers launching at the beginning of December for their new hot-selling console, the Nintendo Switch. They might be like, let's hold off and let that sell during Christmas. Let that... Because that's going to sell consoles. Yeah. That's not oh, just... That's a good... like. Let they Don't, don't divide s- your own market. You know that's, what I mean? That is kind of smart, though. Sit back. Let people buy Switches with Smash Brothers and the new Pokemon games for Christmas. Yeah. And then next year, you drop the Nintendo 64 Classic. Or like even in the summer, you drop the They classic. could have it ready and then just wait till there's a lull in their gaming schedule and then be like, by the way, hey, we have this. Yeah. And Nintendo does that kind of shit all the time. Oh, absolutely, they do. I don't think it's impossible. I think it's probably going to happen. I think if it was 15 of these games for $120 and two controllers, I'd probably buy it. I would I'd consider it for sure. God damn it, Nintendo. Fuck. I love how we were just like, fuck this idea. Fuck these. These games didn't age well, oh, except for some of these really did. Yeah. If you want my opinion, take Mario 64 off and put WWF No Mercy on. <laughs> I don't care if it's all created wrestlers, but that's just me. Um, that was good. I, I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was something new, but I, I actually enjoyed that quite a bit. That was it was fun. a good trip down memory lane without wasting too much time on any particular game. Um, Thanks for, uh, I don't have a good way to end this. Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing it, buddy. Perfect. That's going to do it for episode 17 of Remember the Game, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, Like I said, a little different than anything we've done in the past. Uh, I had fun doing it, though. Most of the episodes of this show are going to be just talking video games, but I have gone off the, the off the script with a couple episodes, and I'm looking for ideas for that kind of stuff. So if you've got one, hit me up. If you want to come on the show, hit me up. I have a ton of episodes in the bank, but I can always record more because I just love talking video games. Uh, really, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. If you're on the Twitter, you can find us there at Member the Game, like Remember the Game without the RE. Same thing as on Facebook, facebook.com slash Member the Game. And if you like the show, please subscribe. Please Please review. Please tell a friend. It would mean the world to me. Thank you guys so much. I will check in with you guys again in seven days. Have a great week. Go play some video games. Take it easy. (laughs) 